Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. This is a deep dive episode of the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and today I'm showcasing a couple of key tech decisions I've made with my clients recently. The goal of today's episode is to understand a bit more the role of software decisions in business. Last week, Sam and I were in Las Vegas on vacation since our girls were at sleepaway summer camp. My younger one is home. My older one will be back on Sunday. But while we were there, I went on live on Facebook once from the pool deck. I just felt so inspired to talk to you, the audience, um, about something that had been bugging me a little bit. And the topic was that tech itself isn't sexy, but what you can do with a great tech stack is. And I decided I wanted to continue that conversation right here now on the podcast. So I tell my clients and podcast guests and listeners and on a regular basis that I am fairly tool agnostic. I do have my preferences, but most of the time I'll work with just about any software service that has come across my desk, even if I believe that there is a better option out there. Everything that tech can do for businesses and hobbyists and nonprofits is quite incredible. If it weren't for technology, I wouldn't have regular conversations with my biz bestie, Emma, who lives in South Africa, Geraldine Carter, who was on in episode seven, or any number of other people that I get to interact with on a daily basis through social media. You and I would also not be sitting on either side of this podcast right now, and we certainly would not be weighing MailChimp against Entreport or PayPal against Stripe because those options just would not even exist. In isolation, the tech itself is just not fun to explore and implement. It's kind of a chore and something that most folks would rather outsource and say, just tell me the best option for X, Y, or Z. That's really what I mean by tech being so unsexy. It's so hard to just muddle through things and determine how to know if the right technology is the one that you're going to implement or if you should be looking at something else. When I come back to my clients with the exact right piece of technology for the next phase of their business, the idea of this new technology is definitely going to evoke some aspirations and optimism. And a second later, for most business owners that work with me, there's also a distinct dread or a little bit of a lack of emotion, which comes from knowing that there's going to be a learning curve and an outflow of cash and likely integration issues or stumbling blocks when it comes to fully bringing this new tool into the fold. And whether you're a solo entrepreneur, have a small team, run an agency, or are getting ready to franchise your operations, similar issues are going to creep in. This is the time that I don't think the 80-20 rule applies. 
I think that there is a distinct advantage to fully implementing the new technology or software service rather than just getting a minimal viable functionality out of it. Because that sexy part, it comes in the last 20%. Let's dig into a couple of recent clients of mine and how we made tech decisions that are right for their businesses now and to carry the required amount of weight into the next chapter of your own business. And both these client stories are revolving around taking payments because we all like to make it easy for our clients and customers to buy from us. First up, we've got my client, Jen. She has a thriving Thinkific site. She has dozens of courses on the platform, is offering completion and continuing education certificates on some of the courses, and has recently brought on additional instructors. She also has some of the courses available for affiliate promotions. Initially, she used the built-in payment system on Thinkific. It was all she needed. But as she continued to build out the school, she felt that her needs may have outgrown the system, and we began to look at additional payment portals and mechanisms for managing the greatest needs. Let's break it down. Jen's students need to be able to purchase her courses. Jen needs to be able to pay her instructors when each of their courses is purchased. This will be at one of two rates, depending on whether the student purchased it directly from the instructor's uh, link or from Jen's general Thinkific Schools link. Jen needed to identify affiliate-initiated transactions since compensation agreements are in place with influential parties in her industry. Jen also needs to have the ability for her students to split pay and also have recurring payment options available where the student can manage their credit card on file. It's not a matter of just signing up once and paying and being done. She wanted to make sure that there was a uh, payment management features. And of course, since Jen does not have a full-time accounting department, this needed to be an easy system for her to use and maintain with her small team. Both Jen and I are familiar with Thrivecart, which looked like a great option for providing the functionality that she was seeking. And I go a little bit crazy for setting up integrations and finding the best right solution. Selfishly, I wanted Thrivecart to be the right solution for Jen because it would mean a ton of the work that I love to do, getting all of the bits and pieces working together between Thrivecart and Thinkific it makes me feel so accomplished. But Jen and I did not jump into the tech blindly. We had to weigh the benefits and drawbacks of the built-in Thinkific payment system against Thrivecart with a specific lens on ease of use for Jen and her team. If you head over to the show notes for this episode at techofbusiness.com forward slash 017, you'll find the chart that I am about to describe. The chart has three columns. The first one is the feature, the second one is Thrivecart, and the third one is Thinkific. So the first feature is user account creation. And with Thrivecart, it's done using Zapier after the payment is processed. On Thinkific, it is done prior to checkout. If a student has already enrolled in the system, they will sign in first and then proceed to checkout. If they haven't, they will sign up first and then proceed to checkout. So the pros and cons to this particular instance 
Thrivecart wins because you get the payment first and you don't have to worry about the setup or those stumbling blocks. The next one is course enrollment. And again, Thrivecart will send it through Zapier to Thinkific, whereas obviously on Thinkific, if it's the native system, it is a built-in and it's immediately after checkout. And this time, Thinkific definitely wins because we didn't have to put any extra pieces in place to get that student into their course. The next feature that we are talking about is the instructor payment tracking and payouts. With Thrivecart, we would need to set it up using Google Sheets and uh, track it manually or automatically, which is the term I like to use for setting up systems in order for automatic manual processes to occur. Whereas on Thinkific, it is built in. You have the ability at their um, higher level, at their business level, to have multiple instructors. So Thinkific definitely won on that one. So now we're Thinkific 2, Thrivecart 1. Affiliate tracking and payouts. Thrivecart has built-in functionality. Thinkific has built-in functionality. Both of them uh, will have have the ability to pay out. Um, Thrivecart has the ability to pay out automatically or manually, whereas Thinkific, it is only done manually. These ones are a little bit of a toss-up. I would probably give the benefit to Thrivecart. Split pay and recurring pay. That's the next feature. It is built-in functionality on both Thrivecart and Thinkific. Thinkific's only drawback is that the split pay and recurring pay is only available for Stripe transactions. I say that this one's an absolute tie. Self-serve credit card management is built in to both Thrivecart and Thinkific. Again, a tie. Okay, the next feature is your affiliate links. Um, on Thrivecart, they can link anywhere they can link to your WordPress site they can link to anywhere you want um, because Thrivecart sits on top of the destination so we have a lot of functionality with affiliate links whereas on Thinkific it must link to a course or a bundle next is the affiliate assets there is a built-in functionality on Thrivecart it is not optimal so I don't really count it and on Thinkific, it's just the links. So again, I don't really count it as anything. So those two are actually equal in this space. So there you have it. Those were the features that we looked at. And of course, the biggest one that we wanted to make sure of was ease of use for Jen and her team. Working on Thinkific in isolation without working with Thrivecart is easier for Jen's team. So that carried a little bit more weight than any of the features above. I said it before, I really wanted Thrivecart to be the right solution for her because I imagined a whole bunch of other things we could do, which includes upsells and downsells and add-ons and bump offers. And there are a lot of things that you can do with Thrivecart, but for Jen's core needs, we realized that the problem we were solving the answer was to continue to use the built-in Thinkific payment system. It was just a better option for her to sell the vast majority of her Thinkific courses. Jen actually owns um, a license to Thrivecart, so we can use that for special circumstances, but just not for uh, the general payment processing for her Thinkific school. 
Had we implemented Thrivecart fully, more work would have been required for every new course, every new affiliate, and every new instructor. So we put Thrivecart on the shelf, and it was a huge weight lifted off both of our shoulders. The upsides of Thrivecarts just did not outweigh the costs of implementing and maintaining it for Jen's core business. The rationale for looking at Thrivecart for Jen was a little bit of shiny object and possibly a little bit of FOMO, but as you can see, we did come to the right solution for her right now and moving forward in her business, sticking with the Thinkific payment processing. As you'll see with the next client story, the simple and straightforward payment processing inside Thinkific is not necessarily enough to fulfill every situation and set of requirements. Our next client is Stephanie. She and her company are in Canada and needed to charge tax on top of course prices. We couldn't just simply add it to the course prices and pull it out uh, in order to comply with tax laws. We wanted to find a sexy solution that included a magic button to charge the exact right amount of tax and track it seamlessly. But there isn't a magic button, and the solution was totally not sexy. We cobbled together a solution that would help their team sell their courses and report tax right every single time. The solution we came up with is to use Thinkific for course delivery with Zapier for student enrollment. Student purchases are done directly on their WordPress website using a custom plugin that I wrote, which interfaces with Stripe and Taximo for tax calculation. It's the Taximo transaction that becomes the Zapier trigger to enroll the student. I know it sounds a little bit complicated. So over on the show notes, I also have a diagram showing the components and how they work together. So that's over at techofbusiness.com forward slash 017. It's a lot of moving parts. And while each component has a specific job and is necessary to the whole, it is not necessarily straightforward to keep it all together and organized. That's what makes it so unsexy. Each piece of the puzzle is just a piece and you can't necessarily see the beauty of the whole thing until you take a couple steps back. It takes a lot more to run and support a many-step process and I strongly recommend that we look for alternatives before cobbling something together like this. Just as with Jen, Stephanie and I did not come to this solution lightly. We had evaluated Taximo against other tax systems that sit on top of Stripe and determined that for her needs, Taximo was best. Then from there, we needed to figure out how to implement it so that it would integrate back to Thinkific because again, Thinkific is where the courses were actually being delivered. At the outset, both Stephanie and I knew that our goal was to create a good quality purchase and enrollment experience for the students. It didn't matter for us how complicated the back-end processes were as long as they were straightforward and transparent for the student. I had hoped that it would take fewer hops across the web and far fewer hours to set up. But I'll tell you, when we flipped the virtual switch and started processing live transactions, there was really nothing better. 
There are a large number of software solutions that can work to help you with compliance and streamlining and automation. The key point that I hope you take away from today's conversation is to clearly identify why you are looking to add a new piece of software to your tech stack and also understand how to determine if it is the next right choice for you and your business goals. Are you looking at bringing in a new software or tool or technology to your business? I invite you to book a tech strategy session with me and we can go through it. You can go to techofbusiness.com forward slash strategy session. Together we'll be able to determine how, when, and if to add that piece of software to your tech stack. It has been my complete honor to share these client experiences with you. Please head over to techofbusiness.com forward slash 017 and on the show notes page, let me know if you are enjoying client experiences and I will definitely bring more of them to the podcast if I get enough feedback from you and come back next week on July 25th because it's my 41st birthday and I've got something special lined up for both of us. I'll see you next week and thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.